said, Amen and Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. We're talking about the pattern of love. Today we're going to talk about the production of love. Now, I'm going to read the text, and then this is going to be a most interesting study. So, stay with me. Stand with me and honor the reading of God's Word. It's a short text this morning from John 15, 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Father, I thank you for the Word of God. Minister today, open our eyes that we can see, our ears that we can hear, our heart that we can understand what the Word of God is saying to us, and then allow us to plot our lives so that we can be changed into the image of your dear Son. Father, we ask the Holy Spirit to hear from Jesus today, and for Jesus, give us the words that would unfold and make clear the truth. And as we have the Holy Spirit reveal it, we'll receive it. And we'll release it to your people. We thank you for it in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, who is our high priest, our Lord, and our man in the Godhead. Amen and amen, and you may be seated. Now, the world has a total misconception and misunderstanding of love. They don't get it. They, they, they absolutely have no understanding of the love of God. As we have noted in times past, they look at love as a feeling and an emotion. They view, view love from the, for the love of God from the perspective of their natural man. Everything about how man views God unless you are living in the pattern of love, is always viewed from their natural side. They see God from their natural side. Here's one of the ways you know it. They say, I believe. Someone will say, well, the Bible says, and they'll say, well, I believe. Someone will say, well, the Bible stated this, well, I think. Well, that tells me that they are living or attempting to live for God from their natural side because they are determining in themselves the meaning of the Word of God or how the Word of God affects them and then how they get to choose to apply the Word of God to their lives. That's what's going on to a large extent, our world today. The choice of application. What applies to me, what doesn't apply to me, what I want to rip out, what I want to put in, how I want to view it, how I want, what I want to make it say. These all come from a natural, from the natural side. Misconceived love now, watch this puts us into all kinds of positions of compromise. That's, that is where our real problems in life exist. Because when we misconceive the love, 
and we put God's love into the natural, that throws us right over into the spirit of compromise. Because it says to us, I'm okay. I believe you're okay. I, I don't get the right, here's a big one, to judge. I was at a meeting not long ago where a man was preaching and on probably at least a half a dozen, he was telling jokes while he was preaching. And he kept saying, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. And I thought to myself, you're fitting right into the way the world sees things right now. You're standing here in a national meeting, feeding right in to the natural thought of those that are hearing you because you're telling them because you don't may not agree with what I did what I don't judge me you don't have the right to judge me that misconceived misconception of love puts us all in a position of compromise because if we can be told that you don't have the right to judge me then we can be told that what I'm doing is all right because this is all right with me. I'm good with me. I love me. It's misconceived love. It puts us in a position where we are left with nothing else but compromise. We are left to accept whatever it is everybody else does and say, well... It's all right with you. I guess it's all right with me. So we compromise. We Now, watch what happens when we live in a life full of compromise. We choose our jobs, our friends, our mates, all based off of compromise. I'm willing to compromise the fact that you can't add two plus two because you're pretty. It doesn't matter to me if you're not intelligent. It doesn't matter to me if you get in trouble every day in school. It doesn't matter to me if you're the worst of the worst behaviors, but you're pretty. So I'll put up with all of that because I like what you look like. And you know what we do? We call that love. We get in a position of compromise, right? We compromise on it and we're willing to accept the shortcomings because the shortcomings add to us what it is we want. We want to have a pretty woman. We want to have a good-looking man. We want to have a man that is well-built. We don't want to have a pudgy guy. We want to have a man that looks like he's athletic because everybody looks and says, mm, boy, you got you a who? Look what you did. And we live, we now when we get him, and all of a sudden time hits and gravity hits, he don't look that way no more. Now what happens? I put myself in a position of, now what happens in my, in my work life? I go to work, I see somebody about my age that is a little bit better care of himself, and I say, oh, I, I kind of like what he looks like. And what happens to my love? I compromise it. And I say, oh, I think I like this. I don't like you anymore. 
I loved you when, and if you would have stayed that away, whenever I first started loving you, I'd still love you today. But gravity hit you. You lost hair. You got a belly. You, you don't do things or you don't take out the trash like you should. And so this guy over here, he meets my specifications. And so I gravitate to him. We go to divorce court and love now totally changes. Is that what God's love is? See, when we love in the natural, we love in a position of compromise. I'm going to show you some of that today. Let me see where I am here. The pattern of love. Glory to God. Well, Jesse, what's happening here? Maybe my finger's in the way. Glory to God. Now, if we have an, a heightened emotional sense, we are engaged. And when that emotion crops up, it must be love. Because that's what the world tells us love looks like. How it feels. How it makes us think. It must be love. I must be in love. I remember I had a friend one time who came to work laughing. And I said, what's going on? She said, my daughter, she came home crying. I said, what's she crying about? She said, she broke up with her girl, with her boyfriend. And so... She said, I tried to talk to her, and she said, Mom, leave me alone. This is a two-day cry. She said, what do you mean a two-day cry? Well, it's going to take me two days to get him. Misappropriated love, natural love, it's engaged love. And I, I, I look around the room at some of you, and I say, yeah, I can see in your eyes you say, oh, yeah, I remember that. I did that. I, I cried over him until I met the next one. Misengaged, disengaged, wrong love. It may feel good. Our natural love will often provide us with self-worth. And it'll meet personal or physical needs. And when it does, guess what it is? It must be love. So when mankind begins to look into the love of God, they tend to attempt to define the love of God using the same terms of feelings and emotions. That's why we hear the world tell everybody, God loves you, God loves you, God loves you, God loves you. Well, I'm going to show you today that that's not really true. And that's going to be a difficult lesson because we've been indoctrinated with this concept of God loves you. However, the love of God is none of these things that we desire to make it. The love of God is only produced in man through the new birth. That's a hard statement. Watch this. The love of God is only produced in man through the new birth. If the love of God is to be exposed in you and expressed from you, it will only come to you through the new birth. God has made a way for man to come to know him in his love. Now watch what I just said. God has made a way for man to come to know him in his love. God is love, and he has made a way for man to come to know him in love. But man who is living in the spirit of death will never know God in love. 
You will only know God's love when you're living in the spirit of life. You will only know God's peace when you're living in the spirit of life. You will only know God's love when life and light come into your being. Now, what was the mechanism that God brought to earth for his life and love to be exposed to those that were dead inside? What did he do? How did God express himself so that his love could be known to all mankind? Because the love of God in the dead is not known. Those that are dead in sin do not know the love of God. And to tell them that God loves them, well, God is not in love with dead things. God is in love with living things. How do we know that? All we got to do is look into Genesis chapter 1 and find out what God did. God made all things. <coughs> he made the living things. God created all things and they're living. How do we know that? Because the Bible said that the rocks would cry out they're living things. Oh, Pastor Mike now, Pastor Mike now, Pastor Mike. God's not in love with dead things. God is in love with living things. But God made a process whereby man could be made alive and come into the love of God. What did he do, Pastor? Well, it's a simple word that nobody understands. It's called grace. God made a way for man to come into and produce love. And from that production of love, God gave man grace. Grace would come to mankind and grace would hover as if it were a fog in the air over all the world. And grace would be there. And grace would expose to mankind that, that there was a God of love. And that God of love had produced for them grace. And grace then would come from a and would be activated by a free gift, man would come into the grace of God by the free gift of faith. The Bible said, for by grace are you saved, by faith, and that not of your own. It is the gift of God, unless any should boast. So when God looked at man, he didn't look at them, the sinner man, through the eyes of love, he produced for them the work of grace. Well, wait a minute now. Who was grace? Well, John 1 tells us that Jesus Christ was both grace and truth. So there was a work produced that brought into the earth both grace and truth from the God of love. When this grace was exposed, there was a bridge 
that God brought into the earth. There was a mechanism that man would have. And then from that mechanism, man could both come through that mechanism by grace, through faith, and that mechanism would produce in them the love of God. It would bring out of them the death of the old man, produce in them the love of God, and from that production, from that production, God would begin to develop in their inner man until they began to be the production of the love of God everywhere they went. Jesus said it like this in John 12. He said, unless a kernel of wheat fall into the ground and dies. He said, if that kernel of wheat doesn't fall into the ground and die, you will never understand how to follow me, how to serve me, or how to be honored by my Father, John 12. So here we see Jesus. Jesus, who is grace and truth, comes into the earth. There he dies. He goes into the ground. Now we're, our text today from John 15, 1 said that he was the vine. Now let's find out how he became the vine. He became the vine because as a kernel of wheat, he died, went into the ground. He experienced the thing that the kernel of wheat or any other seed must experience. He experienced pressure. God only knows the pressure that Jesus Christ was. He had all of the pressure of a complete people group nipping at his heels constantly. He was under the pressure of not biting or striking back at them because he would not even bruise a reed. He wouldn't call in the street for everybody to look at him. He was under the pressure to take it, turn the other cheek and keep on going. <laughs> he was in the temperature where the climate was always hot on him. They were after him at every angle in every way. But even in that, he went to the cross. He was under the gauge of pressure and temperature. When he was hanging on the cross, out of his side came water. There had to be water for the seed to grow. There has to be water for the seed to grow. He was under the pressure and the temperature and water was spilled out of his side. And then there had to be oxygen in the region of the dam. The Holy Spirit entered in, resuscitated Jesus. He took the keys of death and hell and was resurrected to be your deliverer. All of the ingredients that brought Jesus to John chapter 15 were made and available strictly in his life. You're going to be the same way, my friend. If you're going to know the production of God's love, you're going to go through these stages. Number one, you're going to come by grace. Grace is the only mechanism into the love of God. You're going to come by grace. You're going to walk through grace by the activation of your faith. Faith is going to bring you into the light that is the light of the kingdom of His dear Son. Light is going to produce in you life. When you get to life, you will know the love of God. 
If there is no life in you, you will not know the love of God. You will be able to get there through experiencing grace. The world doesn't want grace anymore. They are so grace disoriented that it doesn't matter what happens. You are with my narrative or against my narrative. You can be in my narrative, say something wrong, and we will kick you out of my narrative. They don't get grace. They don't understand forgiveness. Why? Because they're not operating anywhere near the love of God. You cannot operate in the love of God and not understand grace. We cannot tell them that God loves them when they don't understand grace. God made a mechanism for them to come into His love. God made a mechanism. It's grace. He is a God of love. But God does not love death. God loves life. What did the Word of God say? That we were to come out of the law, of the spirit of sin and death. That would take us out of what? The carnal mind. The carnal mind is the antithesis of what? Life and peace. So if we're going to produce the love of God, we have to go through the steps and the stages. We have to come by grace. We have to receive grace by faith. We have to walk into the light. The light has to produce life. Jesus looks down and says, I am the vine. I have been planted in the ground for you. My father is the husbandman. He will nurture you. He will cultivate you. He will care for you. He will give you what you need to get where the vine wants to take you. But you will never produce the love of God until you come by grace. Jesus Christ was the mechanism whereby God brought grace and truth into the world. If you're going to produce the mechanism of God in your life, you're going to have to come through grace. You're going to have to come in to the vine. What will the vine do for you? What can the vine do for you? Well, the vine can bring you into the operation of deeper grace. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7, the Bible said, God has given grace to the measure now think about it, of the gift of Christ. For you and me, God has given grace to the measure of the gift of... How did that happen? I'm going to tell you how. Because he's already been through the pressure, the temperature, the water and the oxygen required for the kernel of wheat to come out of the ground victorious. He's already accomplished everything. All you have to do is believe it. All you have to do is say, I'm going to walk in grace. I'm going to walk in the love of God. I'm going to talk in the love of God. I'm going to do the grace of God and let the grace of God manifest. And it will manifest to the measure of the gift of Christ. How great was that gift, preacher? How deep was that gift, preacher? How awesome was that gift, preacher? Well, I want to tell you, it is the gift that God looked at and said, what you have done, I not only accept, 
but I exalt your name above every name that is named, both in heaven, in earth, and in hell. That gift was matchless. There is nothing greater than the gift of grace, and man doesn't want it. What we want to know is we want to be told there's the love of God for you. You can live like you want to, think like you want to, act like you want to, talk like you want to, be unforgiving, be hateful, be angry, be mad at the world, treat people the wrong way, live a violent life. God loves you anyway. My friend, that's a lie. The grace of God has been expressed in Jesus Christ so that you can come by faith into the light and live a new life in Christ Jesus. That's your charge in God today. Your grace and the great vast grace of the gift of Jesus Christ heals your body. It makes you free from the foolishness of the world. It gives you peace beyond measure. It gives you a calm mind of assurance that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God sits on the very throne and the circle of the earth. That is what grace has done for you. That's what the love of God has done for you. Now you listen to this and you say, but pastor, notice that God loves us and that God loves us and that God, he does. He does love you. But God produced a mechanism in love to change you. He produced a mechanism called grace. And grace is the change mechanism that is activated by faith. It will take you from the law that was sin and death and move you into a new law. What is that law? Life. It's called the spirit of life that is in Christ Jesus. When life comes, what happens? What follows? Love. What is the next thing that comes when life comes? Love. Love is the offshoot of life. In the spirit world, it is produced by grace, by the activator of faith, by the insertion of light. Life brings, light brings life, and life produces love. The dead don't understand that. For you to tell them God loves them, they equate the love of God to their natural self. They equate the love of God because they are dead. They equate the love of God to what they see, feel, hear, and have in their emotion. Do you see it? If I take the love of God and put it on a natural level, then what am I worried about? Why do I need to change? What do I need to concern myself with in the spiritual world? Because on the natural level, you're telling me God has an emotion for me. God has a feeling for me. God understands me. And as the commercials would say, God gets me. How foolish. It's not true. It's just not true. God is love. He does operate in the natural. He does not think in the natural. He does not engage in the natural. 
He is not working in the natural. He is operating in the spiritual, and the spiritual will always expose spiritual things. What spiritual things, Pastor? Must die again? He will expose grace to the dead. He will expose faith as a free gift. He will expose light as the way out of darkness. That's what Colossians 1.16 said. That we came out of darkness into the kingdom of His dear Son. Then that light leads us to life. When we get to life, we experience love. Those that tell us that we can have whatever we want because God is God. God is taking care of His people. God's not taking care of dead folk. I want to tell you that right now. God's not taking care of dead who are dead on purpose. God's not taking care of those who have rejected, been disobedient, absolutely turned their back on God's not doing that. He doesn't operate like that. They say, yeah, pastor, but what about grace? Grace is the tool. It is the mechanism that brings you into the love of God. It is not the blanket mechanism that says in your natural, like your natural, God loves you. Grace is the tool that takes you out of death into life. How does it work? By faith. What comes light? What is the result? Life. Life is where the love of God works. Listen to me carefully. Life is where the love of God works. Life is where the love of God works. If he worked in death, then Satan would be saved. If he worked in death, then all of the things that we have read in history of the violence, the meanness, the depravity, and the degradation of mankind, they'd all be saved. God and his love works in life. 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 You can't get life until you come through grace. This is how the pattern of God's love works. It does not work in how we feel. It doesn't work in what we think about it. It doesn't work in our emotions. I can come in in the morning, begin to pray, and feel as just lifeless as lifeless can be. Have you ever done that? Have you ever felt absolutely empty when you pray? Well, now, if I spent my day trying to be emotional, if I spent my day trying to have a feeling, and I'm lifeless and emotional when I pray on that particular instance, what would I say about God? I would say, God, you don't what? You don't love me. Why? Because I don't feel you. You're not with me. Why? Because I don't feel you. Right? That's a lie. That's a lie. Listen, 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 listen. The question you need to ask 
is not how I feel. It is, does my belief system by grace through faith bring me the light of life? Am I alive? Because I have believed on Jesus Christ, not on how I feel, not on what it makes me jump up and down. Am I alive in my inner man? Do I believe that grace and faith has brought life and I'm alive? Then it doesn't matter how I feel, does it? It doesn't matter what manifests. It doesn't matter whether I feel a tingle or a warm fuzzy. It doesn't matter whether I jump up and down. It matters whether I know in my heart that I have by grace through faith come into the light that has brought me the life of Jesus Christ and I am alive and at peace. See, we too long have spent our church life looking for a feeling in the natural. What has happened? People run from church to church feeling the feeling. People run into dark sanctuaries to listen to people sing music and play music because it gives them a feeling. Dead! Dead! When feelings are your driving force, you're dead! Huh? Pastor, pastor, pastor. Then Paul said to Timothy in Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. Now watch the dead. Watch the dead. For God hath not given us the spirit of what? Fear. But of what? Power. There's the bridge. There's the bridge. There's the bridge. Listen to me closely. There is the bridge. There is the bridge. What is the bridge, Pastor Mike? It is the power of God. What is the power of God? Grace by faith bringing light to life. That's the bridge. Oh, that's the bridge. Who produced the bridge the Holy Ghost did? Who brought the bridge that brought us out of the spirit of fear? What is the spirit of fear? It's the spirit that says, I got to feel it. I got to have an emotion about it. It's got to move me. That fear is a spirit that is from the underworld. Life on the hand has been brought out of the power. Notice the transition. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, the spirit of feelings, the spirit of emotion, the spirit of you got to move me, the spirit of I want to be in an atmosphere that is so God has not given us that spirit. Love has not produced that in us. God has given us a spirit, and it's the spirit of power. How did we get that? The Holy Ghost brought it to us. What did he give us? Grace, faith. Light that turned into life. I found the love. What's the next word? For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but a power and of what? L. Love. Now we figure it out, you see. When we're in the spirit of fear, we cannot be in the spirit of love. There has to be a bridge. The bridge is grace. Grace by faith brings light 
to life and I walk over the bridge of power in the Holy Ghost into the love of God. Can't have it any other way. Can't live in it any other way. Can't walk in it any other way. Can't be in it any other way. There's a bridge. It brings love. And what is produced? A sound mind. Why is it a sound mind? I'm about to be done. Why is it a sound mind, Pastor? Because it's a mind led by love. It's a mind led by grace. It's a mind exposed to faith. It's a mind living in light. What does that tell you about the spiritual bridge? What does it tell you about the spiritual bridge? It has nothing to do with the natural. Did you notice? God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. There's the bridge. See it? And of love. There's what the bridge created. It did not create that bridge while they were in the spirit of fear, did it? You see it? There, there was not love on the left side of power. There was only love on the right side of power. And love then turned around to produce in you a sound mind. It brought in you the light and the life of God. It brought in you the very personality and character of the God of the universe. But we didn't see that on the left, did we? We had to come to a bridge. That bridge is grace by faith into the light of God, into the life of God that brought about the love of God produced in you by the Holy Spirit. See, this is the pattern of God's love. We want to give it away as if there was no bridge. There will always be a bridge. That bridge is as I have defined. Until we understand what grace has done for us. Now watch it now. I want to go back to Ephesians 1.7 before I close. We will understand that grace has given us the measure of the gift of Jesus Christ. Everything and anything that is in Him. All the promises of God are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. Until we come to the bridge and we stop fiddling around with how we feel. Stop fooling around with what makes me feel. Stop looking for a sign and start living life in the peace of that life and the knowledge of truth. It's the love of God. My mind will never be silent. Bow your head and close your eyes. Father, I thank you for the word of God today. I pray that you will open our eyes that we can see in our heart, that we can understand what the word of God is saying to us. That love can speak to us. And the bridge of love, the bridge that leads to love, can be a bridge that we can cross over in the Holy Spirit into the full measure of the gift of Christ Jesus. Grace, faith, light, life, and love belong to us because of the bridge, the power of God. The power of Almighty God. That bridge 
brings us healing. That bridge brings us forgiveness. It brings us deliverance. It brings us preservation. It brings us soundness. It brings us the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It brings us the presence of God, the acceptance into the throne room of God. It is a bridge that produces and provides for us the total love of God. Now we know why you said through Paul that we are complete in him. We've come through the bridge. Produced in us is love. Produced in us is not a feeling. Produced in us is not an emotion. Produced in us is simply the love of God. And that love of God passes all understanding. Goes beyond anything I can even understand. I can only walk by grace through faith into the light. And on into the light of life. As I come into the measure of the gift of Christ through grace. As we examine ourselves today. I want you to say, Lord, by grace, through faith, forgive me of any of my sins. Forgive me of my shortcomings. Forgive me of my misunderstandings. Forgive me of not recognizing what the love of God is. Then I want you to say, Lord, release me today. Now that the love of God and the bridge has been revealed to me, release me today. Release me to live in your love. Release me to live in a sound mind from your love and because of your love. Release me to hear the Holy Spirit. Release me to be directed by the Spirit of God. May I cross over the bridge today out of the spirit of fear that needs an emotion, that needs a feeling into the spirit of love. And may love be the driving force that ministers to my body, my life, my mind, my home, my job, my family, my community, and my world. Will you stand and lift your hands and say, Father, let it be so in me. Father, let it be so in me today. Let it be so in me today, God. Let the love of God, the true love of God, by grace, by faith, through faith, that brings light and life, Come through me today until my love for you has no requirements in my flesh. My love for you has absolutely no need in my flesh. If you so move me, I will be moved. But my flesh has no need of movement. It's from my spirit man that I cry today. Not from my flesh, man, because love has been exposed. Father, I thank you for that. I praise you for the love of God. May love permeate our beings. May love flow out of our inner man. That's where it's produced. May love be produced as God would love and as Jesus did love. May grace and truth come out of me. May healing come out of me. May deliverance come out of me. May peace flow through me. I receive it all by grace. Say this with me. I receive it all 
by grace to the measure of the gift of Christ. Now let that sink in a second. I receive it all by grace through the measure of the gift of Christ. I receive all of your grace work through the measure of the gift. Boy, that grace stuff is pretty big, ain't it? When we consider the gift of Christ. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. To those of you listening on Facebook, YouTube, Lift Him Higher Radio, Mike Springston Podcast. If you don't know Jesus and you've never experienced Him today, by grace. Grace is going to take you into an avenue you've never been before. It's called the love of God. That avenue is going to transform you. It's going to, by faith, bring you into a new light of understanding that's going to bring about a life in you. And this topical stuff of feelings that they have told you is going to be done away with. You're going to come in to the love of God. Grace has been made for you to do so. You're going to come into a brand new perspective of God. Where you are living as a servant of His. And the Father is honoring you. Not based on how you feel. Not based on your emotion. Not based on any of the works mechanisms. But simply based on the fact. I've come by grace through faith into the light of God. Now I am alive. My inner man is alive. As being alive now, I can live in His love. I can literally experience the love of God. That's where you are today. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray that Jesus Christ, by grace, will, through the Holy Spirit, minister to you. And that faith will arise. And as faith comes, the light of life will be exposed to you. Jesus said, I have come as a vine. I've experienced the light of life. And I'm giving you the love of God. Father, forgive us. Father, we repent of our sin. I pray that you'll open my eyes, that I can see what the Spirit of God is saying to me today. As I repent of my sins, and I come into truth. May I come into life. And may that life expose to me the love of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you is my prayer. Have a great day. Tonight at 6 o'clock, we'll be back. Uh, we're going to go back into a little bit more on the bridge tonight. God bless you until we meet again. Father, keep them. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you.